0: to you dead in front of a dead studio audience. 31 days, 31 podcasts. It's Helpful Snowman Pottaween 2023. Well hey everybody welcome to Helpful Snowman Pottaween. Today's episode we're discussing uh, an episode of Eerie Indiana Um, season one, episode five, which is called something shit. Do you think I can find it real quick? Oh, America's scariest home video (laughs) directed by Sam's Pillsbury. Uh, uh. (laughs) so Erie, Indiana was a show about this kid who moved from New Jersey to a town called Erie, Indiana. And it kind of has the um, opening sequence which, like, describes Eerie as being weird. And it's, it's kind of Tim Burton-y. You know, like, there's these row of suburban houses, and all these dads on riding mowers are, like, in sync, uh, synchronized, going down and back on their riding mowers. And, like, uh, there's a, a neighbor who's probably Elvis, who's not really dead, and there's a Bigfoot going through the garbage at one point. Um, there's just, you know, it's like weird and the, the kid is narrating it and saying like, you know, it's things here are just weird. and If you don't believe me, you will, you know? Um, and so basically it's about this kid and he has, uh, he kind of chronicles the weird things that are happening in eerie Indiana. Um, and also the series was created, uh, with Joe Dante serving as a creative consultant, which is kind of cool you know, who did uh, Gremlins and Gremlins 2, of course. And, it, you know, it kind of makes sense uh, that when when you read that, you're like, "Yeah, okay, I kind of get that. Um, so this is a Halloween episode where basically what happens is these two kids, well, they're preparing to go out. I'm not sure what they're preparing to go out and do. They're trick-or-treating, I thought. But they're, like, loading up backpacks with, you know, bug spray and, like, uh, compass and, you know, all kinds of shit. And it's a little bit, like, I, I wasn't sure. I was, like, are they going out to the woods to, like, do an X-File? Or are they? That's how I would describe this show, is, like, early seasons of the X-Files, but for kids. Like, a little more uh, funny and a little less, uh, you know, serious, right? Um so they're going out trick-or-treating and it's kind of weird because then they put on masks and one of them is Mikhail Gorbachev and the other one is George Bush Sr. So that's, that's who they're being for Halloween, I guess. I don't know. I don't know why. Now, I did, it did bring back a memory. For, this, this show brought back two big memories for me. One was, I think, one of the last times I went trick-or-treating. Um, I would have been in, I think, sixth grade. And I went with my two friends, Alec and Derek. Alec was dressed as the Pillsbury Doughboy. I have no memory of what I was dressed as, by the way. But Alec was the Pillsbury Doughboy, which was kind of funny because he was fat. Um and you know, didn't love that fact. And a bunch of people called him poppin' fresh, and you know, he was like, No, I'm the Pillsbury Doughboy. And it was like, that's well, that's what the Pillsbury Doughboy was known to adults as, but whatever. You know. No time to explain, and then my friend Derek was dressed in a mask that was kind of a Bill Clinton mask, but I think it had devil horns, but also was like appeared to be like a mismade mask or something. Now this kid Derek, had uh weird parents, and they were weirdly cheap. I don't think they were anywhere near broke because the house they lived in was like pretty amazing um. And I think his parents both worked at, you know, fairly high profile things. But I remember his mom, Derek would get his hair cut at like a a barber college, you know, because it was cheap or free. But like, I remember he came to school with, you know, he was in middle school and he came to school with a series of just really bad bowl cuts. And one of them, so, I mean, his front bangs were at like such a sharp angle. And then had a chunk out of them. And I was just like, I mean, I could do better than that. Like I could today right now, if a kid sat down and was like, I want a bowl cut, I could do better than that for sure. And it was fucked up because I was like, you know, when, when you go to the barber college, I mean, I think I would be like, listen, this is too fucked up. Like you can't let my kid leave like this. Somebody needs to fix this, right? Somebody needs to do something here and make this improved. Uh, But anyway, so it seems entirely likely to me that he got some kind of weird cast off mask, like a misprinted mask, basically seems entirely possible. But so I remember we were trick or treating and whatever I was dressed as, it was something fairly generic, you know what I mean? And it was just whatever. And I was like, let's hit as many houses as we can and, like, go crazy. Because that's what I was used to doing. Um, and they were, like, screwing around. Because, you know, my friend Alec was like, oh, I'm the Pillsbury Doughboy. And then he kept being, I remember him being like, guys, wait up. My glasses keep fogging up. And his his for some reason, his glasses kept fogging up. And it was like classic nerd, you know, my glasses. <laughs> But then Derek kept stopping at the houses and he was like, I'm the scariest thing of all, Bill Clinton, you know, a Democrat or something. And like, I just had no, you know, we were in sixth grade. Like, I I certainly didn't know enough about politics to have like any sort of opinion on Bill Clinton. I mean, I remember in school you would do the thing where you voted for president or whatever. And I. For As my memory goes, in school, elementary school, it mostly seemed to be everyone would vote for either who their parents voted for or who their friends were voting for, you know, which I guess maybe isn't that different from adult life, but, you know, it was more obvious and stupider, you know what I mean? Because I guess it's like, how is your fifth grade teacher going to explain to you, well, this guy is saying he's gonna do this, and it's probably not gonna happen. This guy is saying he's gonna do this, and it's probably not gonna happen. It's almost like vote. Uh, you know what? I'm not gonna talk about voting. This is potaween. This is not the time. Not the time. So anyway, uh, that whole the whole like presidential mask thing brought that memory back to me. Anyway, um, also a Gorbachev mask would be. Very funny thing to have. Let's let's jump over to eBay real quick and just see Gorbachev mask. Oh, yep. Here you go. Rubber mask, 40 bucks? You can get a, a rubber Gorbachev mask. You wonder, too, like, they picked these masks out and my suspicion is definitely that, like, you know, the producers of the show or whatever, they went to the Halloween store and they're like, uh, what do you give us cheap? And they're like, yeah, Gorbachev mask. And they're like, all right, done. <laughs> so, you know, that's that's my guess of how you end up uh being in a Gorbachev mask on a TV show. So. uh. They're about to go out trick or treating. Then the parents are like, We have to go somewhere for something. So you got to watch your little brother for a little while. The friend's little brother is there. And they're like, You got to watch him. So you can't leave yet. So they're watching him. And the little brother is like a little terror asshole, just like destroying shit. And so they uh, put him in front of the TV. Uh, he bites the remote control. And somehow that like magically puts him in the movie that he's watching and then the kids come back and they're like he's gone and then they're like he's on the tv and then they're like well if he's in the tv where's the mummy that was on the tv <laughs> so now the mummy's in the in the living room and the the best part of the whole episode is the mummy's in the living room walking across the living room and just like knocks a fucking lamp off of a side table just you know swipes it off the side tape for no fucking reason not in his way whatsoever it's just him throwing a little fit and there's something very funny about a monster just kind of throwing a fit on screen i don't know why that tickles me so much but like the little destruction of it the pettiness it's the pettiness like fuck your little lamp and just knocks it over um anyway long story short they get the uh They figure out what the kid, the stupid little kid did because his brother's like, oh, that's his bite marks on the remote. I know because they look just like these. And he pulls up his shirt sleeve and shows this horrible bite wound that I was like, oh, my God, that's like fucking Walking Dead makeup on him. Um, The mummy turns out to be not an actual mummy, but the actor who's playing the mummy, uh, who's this guy who's done a bunch of great voices. His name's Tony Jay. And I can tell you he was Megabyte on Reboot. Or he was Dr. Lipschitz on The Rugrats. Or he was, uh... What else? Uh... Baron Mordo on Spider-Man. Chairface Chippendale on The Tick. Uh, If you recognize his voice, or if you look him up, you'll recognize his voice, like, immediately. But, you know, he plays all these, like, very, um... These roles with, you know, these baron-type names and minister-whatever names, you know, shit like that. So, um, he's an actor, and he's, like, stuck out of the movie, and he's, like, goes back in the movie um, at the end. And he's, like, oh, I gotta get back in there, because the kid is in the movie, and he's just, like, pushing the set over and stuff, just fucking shit up. And I was like, well, I mean, you kind of came into his world and just knocked over a lamp. Now he's fucking up your shit, but whatever. Um, the other thing that this, like, really reminded me of, and I'm going to put a picture on the website with, along with this episode of this, okay? We had, when I was a kid, this decoration that I'm going to describe as a cowboy skeleton. Now, we all know the, it's the company, like, Beastly. I don't know how you pronounce it. B-E-I-S-T-L-E. Um, has the classic like paper skeleton with the sort of rivets at the joints like brads at the joints so you can fold him up and then put him up and he's you know that like life-size-ish skeleton who is articulated so you can kind of pose him paper skeleton right we had an alternative version that was smaller and he was like a cowboy like he had I think boots and like a belt or something and a vest and he also had like, bugs and stuff going throughout his bones. Like, he was kind of a little bit... He wasn't quite a finished skeleton yet, as far as... Uh, I guess he wasn't done rotting completely. And I saw this. They had it on their front door. And, you know, that was part of it, too. Because I was like, that used to go on our front door. Um, the main decorations we had that from Halloween were that skeleton. We had the big skeleton faces, the scary sort of sideways-looking skeletons that my mom would put up in these windows on our garage door, which those fucking terrified me when I was a kid. And then uh, I had a couple glow-in-the-dark bats, and I had an eyeball and a pool of blood. Those were the, the Halloween de- decorations. Oh, and a windsock that was looked like a pumpkin. Jack-o'-lantern. Which I wrote a horror story about as a kid. <laughs> it was not good. Um. But anyway, I saw this cowboy skeleton thing and I was like, what the deal with that? Because I was like, okay, if they had this on that show, it's not like something we just had. Somebody else had this. But I looked it up and I could not find it anywhere. Like I couldn't find, you know, and I was looking for like cowboy paper skeleton, cardboard articulated skeleton, 80s and 90s, you know, all kinds of shit. I'm a pretty good shot in the dark Googler. Um, you know, like when it comes to relentless googling of something until you find the thread usually I can do it but this I could not find this thing so I'm going to put it up on the website along with this episode and if you if you're able to come across it I would greatly appreciate if you would let me know what the fuck it is like what it's called what I google to get it and with that I leave you with the uh, ending of this episode where. The Mummy Man, instead of going back to a mummy movie, goes into a surfing movie with surf babes, and we get the shittiest looking surfing I've seen since Escape from L.A. Or I guess this was probably before Escape from L.A. But the shittiest looking surfing I've ever seen uh, of a mummy surfing really, really badly green screened. Also, you know, that whole, but for some reason that like surf rock slash monster song thing, I don't know. I don't know why those have gone together, but they have.